This podcast is brought to you by Salt River Pictures. Hi, Lloyd. A little slow tonight, isn't it? Hello there. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Stay on target. Dylan! Son of a bitch. Welcome to the Salt River Movie Club. Hello and welcome back to the Salt River Movie Club, the the movie podcast that is heavily sleep deprived once again. Please. Definitely, definitely for good reasons. Definitely because I was, you know, doing I was doing important musicy things and podcasty things, not because I stayed up all night building a wooden model of Serenity from Firefly. I'm definitely not holding that up for, for these two to see right now. Holy my shit. shame, my absolute shame. That's you have no proof. This is this is this is an audio based meeting. You have no proof. Are you sure? Uh, <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, yes. Uh, no, I built a, I built a wooden serenity model. I will post it on our Instagram. You can see it if you like. Nice. Uh, this is this is Salt River Movie Club. We are three members of the band, Salt River Shakedown. Uh, we do blues rock, classic rock, that kind of thing. Uh, however, this podcast is not about that band. This podcast is about movies, movies we like, and sometimes movies that we not so like. Today's movie is a movie that I kind of like, I think. I don't remember it that well, but we will yeah. see how that goes. Um, but we will get to that. Yes, we'll get to that in a little bit. So, uh, first of all, over here, we have... Mm, he's wearing... Mm, you're wearing a, your plaid shirt and a waistcoat. Today. Yes. A combination. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's, Random. That's, uh, you, you can be... You can be Jeff Bridges. You got yeah. You got yes. a Jeff Bridges vibe in this film. That's, that, that's fine. Yes. Yeah. Okay. You're our very own. Was he like a vicar? What, what, what was he like? Priest <laughs> or something? Yeah, he's a priest. <laughs> isn't he? Priesty boy. Yeah. He's a he's yeah. a priest. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, yes. Alec McMillan. How are you today? Sir? I am very good. I've recovered from illness, and I'm getting there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> good. I'm glad. Don't die. No, I'm okay. Uh, and over here. I'm trying to remember who else is in this film. <laughs> you, um, you can be, you can be John Ham. There you go. You're John Ham. It's Sean Kilner. Hello. <laughs> this, is Hello. Great. this is great. Is Shannon Tatum in this movie? <laughs> no, Shannon Tatum is not in this movie. Or not that I remember anyway. Well, I don't remember him being in this movie. I, some kind Chris, of du- some kind of douchebag mm. comes in at the end. Yeah, that's Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> there you go. That's the one. <laughs> I can see why you got them confused, to be fair, yeah. but yeah. That's no. okay, they're both uh, kind of dicks, it's fine. Uh, yes, hello, Sean, how are you today, sir? Sleep deprived also, but for with I don't even have a good excuse, I'm just tired. <laughs> yes, because my excuse was like rock solid. It's absolutely a reason that people should stay up all night. Oh, it's uh, better than saying that you stayed up for nearly three hours watching horrible histories, so. That... Yeah, uh, you, know what, you know, you know what, you, you're right there. Yeah, <laughs> see, well, like the ki- the kids program. Hell yeah, horrible histories was my shit back in the day. Mate, yeah, back in the day, mate. What are you doing there? <laughs> it's called <laughs> being sleep deprived with nothing to do. That's fair. So I thought that's it's on fair. Netflix. I might as well. That's, that's fair. <laughs> oh my me. god. Um, yeah, it's cool. Okay, so. Uh, if you are a newcomer here, this podcast. Actually, I'm not just myself. Hello, I am. I am. I am your host, Jake. I am drummer. You Jake. can be. Uh, you can be Dakota Johnson. She's in this movie too. <laughs> cool, that's I can, fine. It just hit me. <laughs> yeah, it was really fun being in Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, that was a good experience by had by all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So if you if you are new here, uh, this is a this is a movie club. This is a movie podcast. Uh, you, we watch one movie. 
every two weeks. Uh, that sounds like a very, very little when you phrase it like that, but uh, they come out every two weeks. We actually watch them every week. Uh, yeah. And uh, yes, uh, and we, yeah, it's a movie club. You're encouraged to watch some movies along. We let you know the name of the movie at the end of the previous episode and we'll mention it on social media and things like that. Um, and yeah, you're encouraged to watch along and uh, let us know what you think of the movies and things like that. So today, I'm not actually mentioning the name of the film. I've just done all the actors that are in this film, but it's a uh, bad times of the El Royale. Well, yes, we will get to that properly in a little bit. First of all, uh, thank you if you've been listening so far. Our last episode was the Marriage Story episode. And Falcon and Winter Soldier may have started by the time this is out. I don't really know. I will have to check on the schedule. We'll figure um, it out. Yes, indeed. Um, yes. Uh, so, first of all, let's start with our usual thing. What have we been watching? That's the theme tune. <laughs> what, <laughs> what have we been watching? Sean, we're going with you. Sean, what have you been We always go with me first. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> I realized that I kind of forget what films I've been watching over the last couple of weeks. So I've started listing mm. them, like putting them yeah. on the, like, the, my That's watch so list right. on fucking Netflix. <laughs> let, me, let me just get this out. Mm. So I recently rewatched... Uh, Ready Player One because I, I just enjoy it as a movie and I I got the audiobook and the audiobook is so much better than the film go listen to that it's f- brilliant right okay I have a question in that case then what's up because I've heard many people say that that book is good and I've also heard many people say that that book is actively terrible <laughs> like the guy's just a bad writer <laughs> I, I personally I enjoy it because it is it's full of like just nerdy 80s cheese it's great sure but the movie's kind of been updated to include very very recent stuff like you know ah, the iron okay. giant and and the delorean <laughs> just in it for some reason i didn't say that recent but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah um yeah, yeah. i and, yeah. yeah i enjoyed the, i enjoyed the book the book is much better than the film so if you if you get nothing to do for a couple hours i'd highly recommend the book sure. um also, I got really, really back into Cyberpunk in the last like week as well. So I decided to look up like cyber noir series, sort of like stuff like that on Netflix. And one mm-hmm. that came up was this thing called Love, Death, and Robots. That I all the episodes oh, yeah. are like 10, 15 minutes long each, and the mm-hmm. animation is gorgeous. I think oh, I've seen like one episode of that. Yeah, I really enjoyed that series. And mm-hmm. if you, if you're listening, I highly recommend it. If you're into sort of cyber noir or that kind of post-apocalyptic feel. Like, what's what? it called? Is it like Neon Apocalypse or something like that? Yeah, that can, there's there's a bunch of like, you, you could take any like Neo word and mm-hmm. like yeah. combine it with any other word and you get it. Neon! <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, that and, let me, let me check Disney Plus. Uh, <laughs> I restarted Scrubs as well because nice. it's my favourite TV show of all time. Nice. Oh my God, it's so good. And I think... I Scrubs. I think that's it for now, actually. I don't think I've been watching that much. <laughs> yeah, no, fair I think, enough. I think that's, that's a bit me, eh? <laughs> yeah, okay, not bad. Uh, okay then, uh, Alec, what have you been watching? I have been watching absolutely nothing by bar one TV programme. <laughs> oh, no. And it is the only TV <laughs> programme that matters, and that is the US office. <laughs> <laughs> nice, cool, okay. Is that still on Netflix? I, I feel, still I, on I, Netflix. I think I think Netflix. I heard that it's leaving at some point soon. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Watch uh, fast. <laughs> no. Speed it. I has to be there for my no. rewatching joy. No, but I love it. It's so good. It's so funny. It never stops being funny. 
And it nice. never stops being eternally sad as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So many sad moments. You're like, oh. Yeah. yeah. I like, feel like see, that's a show. I was, no, like, no, I was greeting at the bit, you know, when Pam has her art gallery and, like, no one shows up. And then Michael, oh turns, my God. Michael turns up at the last <laughs> minute and, like, buys the painting and is, like... Like oh. so pr- proud of her and all that. You're like, yeah. ah! <laughs> that's really sweet. That, the, yeah, that really is like the, what this like one of the starting points of like you really starting to like Michael. Like he's become yeah. such a good character. The know? very first, yeah. the very first moment of when you realise that he's actually a good guy and that he's not like an arsehole is the ha- Halloween episode. And at the end, it's like throughout the whole thing, he's like been abandoned because everyone thinks he's annoying and all that. And at the end, he goes back. It shows you. Like, he has to fire somebody in the episode, basically. And the guy, like, <laughs> yes. chunks a pumpkin on his car and all that, and nobody wants to be around him. And you see him, like, drive home and be all lonely oh. and all that. And he's just sitting in his house, like, being alone. And then the kid's knocking his door for trick-or-treating, and he, like, gives him all the candy and all that. And he's, like, pure, like, <laughs> loving it. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, shows you oh, that he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a pure nice guy. But, yeah, they do that yeah. so well. Like, I love Steve mm-hmm. Carell. He's so good at that character. He's so good. Like that's what he has over Ricky Gervais's version of that for me. It's just like a genuine like warmth to that. Yeah, character. totally. But like, it's a different character as well, isn't it? It's not David. No, Brent. totally. Yeah, but I the, fir- just, the I, first kind of season was trying to do the, the David Brent thing, and then they kind of move away from that. I think. Yeah, yeah. The first, yeah, they were very much imitating the UK show right at the start, and then they they found their own style. Yeah, I like yeah. that show. I do like that show. Yeah. Um, okay. Is that, is that literally all you've watched? That's literally all. Any <laughs> okay. any any waking moment, I've got a cup of tea in my hands and I'm watching The Office. That's that's, that's what I'm going to go there now. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, right, what have I been watching? I I was going to say I've watched very little because I've been very busy, but apparently I've watched more than you, so yeah, that's totally. okay. Uh, um, right, what have, I, what have I been watching? I watched a few films. Uh, I watched uh, The Fisher King, uh, which is a Terry Gilliam film. Uh, you can get my opinions of all these films on, on our Instagram, by the way. It's all over pictures official. But nice uh, yeah, thank you. Very seamless. No one will know <laughs> that I did a plug. Uh, Fisher King, uh, Terry, Gilliam, Terry Gilliam film with uh, Robin Williams and Jeff Bridges. Uh, oh, yeah, it's good. It's, it's, it, like I, I sometimes find Terry Gilliam's weirdness a little distracting, and there are moments in this where that's a problem. But for the most part, it's actually really, really good. It's a uh, bizarre concept where like jeff bridges plays like a shock jock kind of like radio guy who inadvertently causes someone to go on a shooting spree just oh, through things God. they said and then he kind of loses his job and then three years later he bumps into robin williams who is a homeless guy whose wife was one of the victims oh. um and uh yeah, but he's like totally snapped psychologically. Like he can't even remember that happening. This sounds like makes it sound like it's a really depressing film. It's actually really funny. Like it's a co- it's basically a comedy, but a dark with comedy? a really dark, really really dark concept. And like Robin Williams believes he's a crusader looking for the Holy Grail and things like that. And like Jeffrey just has to help him find the Holy Grail <laughs> in like modern day New York. <laughs> uh, that does sound pretty good. Actually, interesting. I love Robin Williams and I love Jeffrey. So yeah, yeah they're both they're both brilliant. They're both, they're both really, really good. Uh, what else did I watch? I watched Vice, the Christian Bale film where he put on a ton of weight, which is all people oh, remember the, about that the, film. The, the recent one? Yeah, yeah, where he plays, he plays Dick Cheney. Um, he really looks uh, like him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's great in it. Um, yeah, no, it's really good. Same guy who made The Big Short, which is a film I really like as well. Ooh. 
Uh, and then just, uh, was it last night or the day before? I can't remember. Uh, I watched Train to Busan, which I'd seen before. But uh, I love that film. It's the awesome. best zombie movie ever made. It's definitely up there, yeah. If you, if you don't know what it is, it's a Korean film where the, mo- the vast majority of the film takes place on a train and basically a zombie outbreak happens right as this train journey train journey to Busan begins and mm. like one zombie gets on the train and then it just spreads throughout the train mm. and it is, it is ridiculously tense it is, is basically it, an, it is an anxiety attack of a film it's is it ridiculous like, is it like a subtitles one yeah yes yeah it is yeah, yeah. Well, what's that on um uh, it is on Amazon Prime. I think you have to... I, I rented it. It was, it was only like £3. Um, right. It is the best zombie film ever made because the characters just make this whole film. The zombies really, are kind of... Really they're kind of like a backseat, really, when you think mm. about it. And then all the, it's like all about how these characters interact with each other because you've got like the the smarmy businessman who's like, oh, fuck the lower class, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit of that, yeah. And you've got, then you've got the most loving couple in fucking movie history. <laughs> And that guy that guy is such a badass I know he just flips his zombie onto the roof at one point <laughs> it's class man uh, and the main character's got a really good character development yeah like he starts yeah, off yeah. he starts off like the most asshole person in the world and then slowly starts to learn to become yeah, a good yeah, person yeah. by the end of the film there's a, whole, there's a whole thing where him and his daughter are on the train so he's trying to kind of keep her keep her alive and yeah and it's just it's just it's just like it's really good it's just like you know you think of like zombies on a train it really plays with that concept and really kind of like fully you know does everything you'd want from that mm-hmm. um uh well uh, lastly i've been watching castle rock uh, the castle tv show rock. which is a film is a tv show that not many people seem to know about but it is essentially it's set in stephen king universe but not oh, wow. written by stephen king so the first season takes place around Shawshank prison, but like years after all that happened, basically. Yeah. yeah, um, um, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting one. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, I think the second season focuses on the, the character from misery as well and things like that. So yeah, no, oh, it's, cool. it's, it's really interesting. And it's kind of constant uh, references. It, it's cool. a little weird cause it, it kind of can't decide if it's actually in Stephen King universe or if it's just, <laughs> Because like there's a character in it called Jackie Torrance, but there seems to be no relation to Jack Torrance. For, it's just it's just there because the name's there, you know. Like references. Um, yeah, 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 it's a little it's a little strange, but yeah. Um, but yeah, that is what I've been watching. Nice. And, uh, yes. Uh, yes. So let us move on now. I need yes. to get my notes back. I've moved on to a different set of notes. <laughs> to the main feature notes. itself. To the main feature itself. So today we are watching. Bad Times at the El Royale. This is oh, Sean's choice yes. of film. Sean's yes. choice. Uh, it came out in 2018. It's directed by Drew Goddard, who is probably best known for. Uh, he's a big. He's, he's Joss Whedon's pal, isn't he? Like he, he did. He wrote. He wrote well I don't of, know. <laughs> he wrote some of Buffy. I think maybe Firefly as well. And he wrote and directed with Joss Whedon, uh, Cabin in the Woods, um, which is uh, one of one of my favorite movies. Al, have you seen Cabin in the Woods? Yes, I have. Yeah, I've seen the Kevin Woods kid. Okay, yeah, Most that was like when probably, I first. Oh, sorry, when I first started like getting into horror movies, that was like that was the first one that I properly watched to get into. Ah, which I thought yeah, it was a yeah, kind of cool. good one. Great film, great film. Yeah, uh, yeah, you'd probably know him best as the guy who wrote Lost as well. <laughs> yes, he did do a lot of Lost as well. Oh yeah, sure. I mean, um, not, not just not just him, but yeah, Drew Goddard. Um, yeah, 
Yes. Um, uh, star. So what you're saying Jeff is, is so what you're saying is that he's a shit writer then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. I think he's an I think he's an inconsistent writer, but yeah, no, he, he has he has he has his talents. Um, <laughs> Uh, stars Jeff Bridges, Cynthia Arrivo, Arrivo, Arrivo. I don't Arrivo. know. Dakota, Dakota Johnson, John Hamm, Chris Hemsworth, Nick Offerman, and Shea Wiggum. Lots of people I like in this film, which is good. Mm. Mm-hmm. And a score by Michael Cicchino. Ooh, we like him. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, so, Sean, you picked this film. Yes. Why? Why? <laughs> Why did you make us watch this, this movie? The longest film in the world. <laughs> right. I have a thing for these kind of like niche one shot or one shot movies where no, I, I say one shot. I mean like one. It's film one movie. Per, yeah, like, on its own. It's, it's, they made a film. And that's it. It's, no it's like I love movies when it's like a movie. That's no, no, one movie. I, you didn't let me finish my sentence. We know what you're trying to say. We're just messing with you. I know. But now I sound like a total fucking moron. Okay. I like, yeah, movies that are kind of single on their own. Like, oh, like Overlord. Like, th- like movies that nobody wants to see, but have came out in the cinema and have done reasonably well. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like a... F- like a standalone, very original film. You know? Yes, yeah. an original concept, because apparently those are rare these days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the reason yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think now. Uh, the reason I picked this one in particular because uh, I remember seeing it in the cinema and being blown away by the idea of it. Like the sort of like I've never really seen a lot of noir slash mystery thriller type films like this, and I thought mm-hmm. this would be a great choice because, well, Parasite was a great thriller. <laughs> yeah, and I thought yeah, yeah. this kind of deserves a wee bit more attention, so I picked this one. And my other and yeah, my other pick wasn't on Netflix, so. <laughs> fair, okay. I'll, God I'll damn like, you, like Netflix! I <laughs> like your criteria for this. That's good. Uh, yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, cool. Uh, I, I, I think we've yeah we've all seen this film. Yes. Um, which is I think the first episode of this we've done where everyone has seen the film, but yeah, that's true actually. Yeah, but I think me and Alec have not seen it in a little while. I don't yeah, really not remember seen it that well. I remember I, there being a weird cult thing, and I remember there being like a briefcase. <laughs> very, very, very pulp yes. fiction. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's worth noting about this film. It is extremely Tarantino, despite yeah. him not being involved. Yeah. Um, it's very much it seems like a homage to his films. Um, yeah, definitely. A good but, homage. Uh, I, I, I hope so. I, I don't remember well enough to say. Yeah, neither. Yeah. 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 Um, I remember enjoying it at the time. It's good. Um, so yeah, uh, we did the, we did this section a bit snappier than usual. That's yeah, good. we did. Uh, it's good. Uh, <laughs> um, Holy shit! So so yeah. So we're going to be getting into bad times at the El Royale now, which is a very long, annoying title to say. Uh, yes. And, and uh, yes, I like long titles on, for films. <laughs> it is on. What are we watching it on, Sean? I don't actually know. Uh, Disney Plus. Ah, part of the Star thing. Oh, it's ah, on Star. Okay. We sh- yeah. yeah, we should also we say. Good watch, then. Uh, yeah, yeah, we, we do a good watch. Uh, we should um, also say, yeah, Disney Plus released Star, so we have a huge backlog of films to do. Yeah, no, there's some pretty good choices on there, so we're definitely going to get through some of them. I'm yeah. so excited. Um, yes, it is on Star. If you have Disney Plus, which everyone seems to have Disney Plus, uh, you yeah. can watch it on there as long as you are an adult. If you are a child, yes, you shouldn't be listening to this. No. Fuck off, child. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just Med caught drink. Sean having a drink. Med drink. <laughs> oh my god. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, Fuck off, children. Uh, we're going to watch Bad Times of the Royale right now. This. Come yeah. The El Royale is a bi-state establishment. You have the option to choose a room in either California or Nevada. How'd you end up at the El Royale? The Ritz-Carlton was booked. This place used to be hustling and bustling. Old Dean Martin even sang a song about it once. This is not a place for a priest, Father. You shouldn't be here. We might need to work on your sales pitch, son. <laughs> the El Royale, no place for a priest. Jeff, you've broken into the booth. Only <laughs> Stark built this in a cave. <laughs> we, just, we just got rid of Ryan in a minute now. Jeff Bridges is in. <laughs> God's sake. Hey, Jeff, it's me, Randy. No, Randy's here. It's good. Anyway, uh, they've left now. Uh, <laughs> Thank God. We have what <laughs> this has been one man like theater with Jake. Uh, this we've just watched Bad Times at the El Royale. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, it was long, <laughs> but it, I, I didn't feel my time. didn't feel as long as Godzilla. It did not. No, that is true. That felt Godzilla. long. <laughs> Godzilla, I could feel myself aging towards the end. Totally, it was like, <laughs> oh my god. That's because this is a good movie. Yeah, I think, I think that may be the reason. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so, first of all, uh, where, where, where we usually start. Uh, well, yes, hold on. How do you uh, feel, when, Jake? Well, well, hold on. I'm bringing up the spoiler alarm. But while while we're while I'm doing that, let's, let's start with you two. No, Sean. Jake, you first. Sean, <laughs> I'm the host. <laughs> I'm the captain now. Uh, <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. How do how do you feel, Sean? Being the one that suggested this film to us, how do yes. you feel? I mean, I I love this movie. I think it's great. That that's it. That's all I've got. Cool. The reason I suggest <laughs> it is because Sean. I love it and I still love it even after like the fifth viewing or something like that. Oh, so have you seen quite a lot then? Fucking hell. <laughs> I love this movie. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, cause I went through like showing everyone. I saw it myself first and then I saw it with a colleague and I showed my mom and I watched it with the friends online and then I've watched it with you guys. I've watched this movie a lot. So did you see it in Fair cinema? Enough. Yes, I saw it when it first came right, out. Right, okay. See, I saw it, I saw it on Now TV. Ah. Like when it came mm, out. Yeah, first I think, came I, think out. I made. I saw, that, I saw it twice at the cinema in the same week as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, I, I love it. Cool. Well, Alec, uh, what about you? How do you feel? Yeah, second uh, time. Yeah, second time. I think I liked it a lot better. I think. Mm. I think like the first time I watched it, I did kind of feel like what you thought of like Tarantino light, like. <laughs> but <laughs> but no, it kind of hit me. I, this I really enjoyed it this time. So I wouldn't say that yeah. about it anymore. I think it's it's got different vibes than Tarantino. I think. Um, it's got less dali- dialogue than a Tarantino movie. I think. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Yeah, yeah it's Tarantino. Like Tarantino movies, the characters like to talk, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a. It's definitely got a bit of that. Like, there's definitely a sort of homage to Tarantino going on through it. Like, right down to the chapter cards coming up, of course, before each section, yeah. and you know, like, and the similar kind of soundtrack and things like that. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm in the similar ballpark to you. I, I. 
I enjoyed it the first time I saw it, but didn't love it. Uh, yeah. I liked it a lot more that time. Uh, I think uh, I think it's a slightly frustrating first watch. Um, I've heard some people say that say the same thing, where like just because it jumps around, you're seeing the same event happen from multiple angles for a large portion of the middle. Yeah. I think that's a bit frustrating when you don't really know where it's going. But watching it a second time, I kind of settle into that a little bit more, and I yeah, yeah I, really, I, I really enjoyed it. Totally. Um, so we're now going to get into full spoilers. So as is tradition. The spoiler alarm is sounding. The spoiler alarm is now sounding. This is your final warning. Spoilers from this point onward. The spoiler alarm is sounding. This is not a drill. Okay. Spoiler, right, spoiler okay, alarm. Okay, spoiler okay. alarm. Stop. Spoiler <laughs> alarm. Uh, Chills. <laughs> uh, yes. Full spoilers from this point on. So let's have a little quick recap of the plot. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just kind of let's just kind of jump through it really quickly. Um, Quite a simple story. Uh, overall, uh, it's kind of made complicated through editing, but uh, it, yeah, is, totally. it is a fairly straightforward story uh, of uh, the El Royale Hotel, which is a hotel which is on the border between California and Nevada. Is Nevada, that right? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. Right in the middle of the um, two. Yeah, and it's kind of their whole gimmick is that there's this line right through the middle of the hotel. So on one side, you're in California, on one side, you're in Nevada. Um the, it, it, you, it, I kind of thought that was going to be a bigger thing through the film. It's only really talked about right at the start and then that's it. It's just kind of a fun thing yeah, for the hotel like to be, film. you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so uh, the film opens with Nick Offerman, Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec himself, uh, being murdered. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes, no, he is He's in, ho- in, in one of the rooms in the Royal Hotel and there's this great kind of long opening section with the song playing and it's just showing him this one static shot cutting through time, showing him burying a bag, like a suitcase under the floorboards of his hotel room. Um, and, uh, yes. And then someone comes in, like knocks on the door, uh, comes in and shoots him. And that is the end of the opening scene. Then we get various characters turning up at the hotel at the same time, mm-hmm. uh, including Jeff Bridges, uh, who is a priest or is he he's not uh, we get John Hamm as a salesman or is he he's not uh, <laughs> we get we get um, oh I forgot her name what she called Darcy. again Darlene Sweet oh Darlene yes yeah. uh, played by Cynthia Erivo uh, who is a singer or is she she is yeah. uh, we also get we get Dakota Johnson uh, turning up who's kind of this angry hippie or is she she is uh, <laughs> You'll be happy to know that's every character that turns up. Or is it? It is. Oh, uh, fucking Jesus, stop. <laughs> no. You're playing with my emotions. <laughs> they turn up all at the same time. Uh, they are all, yeah, clear, all clearly hiding different things from each other. They turn up, they meet the receptionist, Miles, who's also the bartender and the caretaker. and Runs the whole place. Uh, or is he? Yes, he is. Uh, and uh, yes, he's kind of running the whole hotel, and uh, he shows them to the rooms. This whole kind of thing about like they're all wanting different rooms separate <laughs> from each other. Uh, and then we start jumping around in time. We cut to John Hamm, who, by the way, is severely underused in this film because he dies about half an hour in. Mm. And, yeah, it's, yep. it's a shame because I, really, I do really like John Hamm. Um, he is revealed to be a FBI agent. I think it's the FBI. Don't yeah. know if it's ever. Yeah, don't F- know if it's ever. It's FBI, yeah. what it FBI because well. It's definitely a higher level than just CIA police. Because for the time, yeah, because yeah. it's roughly the seventies it takes place. Well, FBI was in the, FBI was in the seventies as well. Oh, but the CIA Aye. was kind of like the intelligence kind of folk. There is, yeah, there is a kind of surveillance. I don't, I don't know the difference on. between yeah 
Um, it's, it, it's, it's probably FBI, but yeah, no, it's hard, it's hard to say. Um, he is agent I, man. Yes. Yes. I don't think they ever specify. They don't specify. Um, he, uh, he starts checking for bugs in his room and finds a lot uh, of microphones hidden in various things and then discovers that there is a secret passageway behind the mirror, uh, mm-hmm. which uh, leads, is, leads to a sort of observation room for every room in the hotel mm-hmm. uh, with a camera set up at one of them. And he's able to see various things going on, including yeah. Jeff Bridges dig- opening up the floor of his room and uh, Dakota Johnson... Uh, kidnapping someone seemingly mm-hmm. or is she, she, she no is <laughs> um, and uh yes uh he reports back uh he uh, this, this is actually quite a complicated plot to kind of sum up because it jumps around so much uh it's uh he is killed uh, he tries to save whoever dakota johnson is kidnapping but turns out that it's her sister she's not really kidnapping her uh that save her from other. scary cult that she is obsessed with yes yes uh we'll get to the cult in a little bit uh, but uh, Dakota Johnson kills the cop and in, in doing that also shoots Miles who is standing behind the glass because Jeff Bridges and Miles uh, are, are, well Jeff Bridges has discovered the glass as well, the secret glass and uh, accidentally, uh, Miles is accidentally shot. Before this point uh, Jeff Bridges has had been having a conversation with uh, Cynthia Erivo, I'm really bad with like remembering the characters' uh, names so I always go by Darlene Darlene <laughs> um, and uh, she knocks him out. Miles finds him, and then they discover. Well, he, Jeff Bridges discovers the uh, the observation rooms, and <laughs> Miles is injured. Yeah. Then Jeff and uh, whoever's uh, singer, uh, Darlene. <laughs> they they uh, he reveals that he was a bank robber, and his partner, who was Nick Offerman in the opening scene, buried money in one of the hotel rooms. But Jeff Bridges is old, and his memory is going, so he can't remember exactly which room it is that the money is buried in. Or does and he? Yes. <laughs> he doesn't and he guessed wrong when he first turned up yeah. <laughs> so he ended up in room four but the money is actually in room five which is darlene's room so he makes a deal with her to uh they, they'll take the money and they'll split it um yeah uh yes uh and then they're in the process of doing that when thor appears <laughs> chris hemsworth shows up in the second half the of the film that is made of uh, pure sex <laughs> he, he's <laughs> Very much playing like a Charles Manson type mm. character. Uh, it's yeah. kind of playing on those kind of ideas. Uh, he's kind of running some kind of cult. Uh, it's not really specified what it is. It seems to be the kind of classic cult thing of like, he gathers all these people around them in this kind of false belief, basically so he can have sex with people like that. Like it, it's, it's that yeah. kind of, mm. you know, classic cult thing. Billy Lee. Classic cult things. Billy Lee. Yeah. All those classic boys just... <laughs> oh classic cult stuff you know just just cults being cults yep. uh, <laughs> uh yeah uh, and then yeah they turn up there's a extended scene with uh, them all the all the various guests tied up and billy lee going between them and threatening them he kills uh dakota johnson um and then uh, all hell breaks loose uh, uh and everyone is killed Except, mm-hmm. m- except Jeff Bridges and Darlene, uh, yep. because turns out that Miles is a secret badass. He was in Vietnam, uh, and he hundred and twenty-three confirmed kills. He yes, he demolishes everyone. By the end <laughs> of the movie, has one hundred and thirty-one. <laughs> yes, and then Dakota <laughs> Johnson's sister uh, stabs him because he killed Chris Hemsworth. Like, which I mean, fair enough. Uh, and then. Uh, <laughs> 
um, and then they uh, do they split the money in the end? I can't remember. Uh, they do split the money. Yeah. They, did. they do split the money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She Jeffrey became a singer in Reno. Darlene became a yeah. singer. Yes, and she was often. Well, she just went to there's a yeah. She just went to do her next gig, but like you can tell that after that she'll use the. Money. Jeff Bridges yes. got a really nice white suit. <laughs> he yeah. did get a really nice one. He looked banging. Uh, and uh, <laughs> there is an ongoing thing throughout the film as well of a, a kind of roll of tape from one of the cameras showing it's never specified who, but there's implications of it might be like JFK and Marlon Manson. Marlon Manson? Marlon Manson. Marlon Manson. Now that would yeah, be but- an incredible tape. <laughs> JFK and Marilyn Manson. Holy shit. <laughs> Just walking, it's just like it's just like a pure BDSM like dungeon, like JFK is like strapped up to the wall, like Oof, you just hear fucking walked. the beautiful people just blasting from the hotel room. Oh god. Okay. Considering all, considering all this shit that's come out about Marilyn Manson recently, I wouldn't be surprised. No, it's J it's, it, it, the implication seems to be is JFK and Marilyn Monroe. Uh not Manson. <laughs> I, like it's, it's it's hard. It's really hard to say if that is actually who it's it could be. Anyone. It, it could it's be heavily implied. I don't even think it's heavily implied. I don't even think it's heavily implied. Like because they don't nah, really talk like, about it that much. No, nah, it's deliberately left as vague as possible. I think that would be a good guess. Um, yeah, it's a good but, guess. Yeah, for the time period but, and stuff. It could just as easily be. It's, it's, all we know is that it's someone that's died. Like this it's mentioned that the the guy is is dead in the tape it, so it could be like yeah. elvis or it could be you know yeah um elvis and marlon manson <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. they do make it they do make it sound presidential in a way like yeah it's like somebody of yeah. higher power somebody yeah. high power yeah it's, it's like, someone it, it's someone that is it's like really important that is that person you know yeah. um yes so yes so um that is pretty much the film. It's a very complicated film to describe, but actually quite straightforward overall. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so let's get into some of our thoughts on it. Um, yeah. I loved, first of all, in the opening scene, uh, first of all, just a great opening scene, just, uh, just with Nick Offerman you know, burying the money. Um, but there that was a one moment... Long where, shot. Yeah, there's a moment, though, where me and Alec remembered the same thing about this film at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> and it was Nick Offerman basically walked right up to the camera and kind of was kind of looking into it. And I, and I think basically this, yeah. we had the same thought. I was just like, what's he looking at? Oh, it must be a mirror. Oh, we're behind the, oh, the, the, the two, yeah, the two yeah, mirror. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because yeah. uh, yeah, both of you just went, wait. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah, remember. Yeah. Like, as soon as that clicked into place, I just remembered, like, like a lot of the plot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. Still, uh, although yeah. I didn't remember any of the deaths, they all took me by surprise for some reason, even though I've already seen the movie. Do you know what I mean? I've just not seen it in a long time. Yeah, Still as brutal I, as the first viewing. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty brutal. I I remembered some moments. I remembered uh, Jeff Bridges being bonked on the head by the wine bottle. But um, yeah, bonk is a fucking Hammond. light word for it. Hold on a minute. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'm walloped. Yeah, there's there's some moments I'm so glad that I didn't remember because it just made it so good. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, it, just miles, it just paid it off. The, the whole miles bit is the best bit in the movie. It's just like ah, <laughs> oh, <it> pay off. <laughs> So good. Just the, the bit where he just launches the rifle up from his, like, kicks it up and just grabs right, it and just yeah, instant yeah, headshot. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh! Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a very like in terms of in terms of like Tarantino homages. That's very Tarantino. The whole section where he just suddenly is just very, it's very like badass. Kill, and, it's very Kill Bill, isn't it? What yeah, a yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love um, it. Yeah. Uh, any, yeah. Any notes, boys? Yeah, I just just on the Tarantino thing. I think that is one thing that I did find frustrating the first time because it, it is such a Tarantino homage. Like like there is there like. Mm. Like, you're right, like, it's not got the really long dialogue scenes like Tarantino has, but it still has these kind of, like, long sequences of, like, not a lot happening and the title cards coming up and the soundtrack and even just the vibe of the film and the plot. I think the first Mm -hmm. time I was just like, like, why would you do this? (laughs) You know, like, why why, why would you imitate something (laughs) that you're not good enough to do? But I don't know, like, I think actually in second viewing, it's, it's closer to as good as that than I thought it was at first. You know? Yeah, totally. It doesn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, it doesn't feel like the filmmaker has like an original stamp on the movie as such because it is trying to do that Tarantino thing. But then, yeah, it does. Yeah. It does do it very well, though. So I can give them that. Like, yeah, that's a good concept as well. Like, yeah, and I guess I mean, uh, I guess to be honest, it's not really that an original thing Tarantino did because I mean, the old cards things and all that. That would have just been like a thing from old movies and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Oh so, yeah. It might not necessarily, I mean, we we as the viewer see it as being a Tarantino thing, but maybe yeah. the dude that's making the film is harking back to his influences from seeing movies as a kid and stuff. Do you know what I mean? They might not necessarily be, like, we are drawing that conclusion, but for the guy making it, he might just be doing his own thing. Yeah, like, it, it, it's a thing that people forget about Tarantino. Like, he's an incredible filmmaker, but he's heavily inspired by his influences and yeah, like totally. he draws in a lot of stuff he just combines it together in a very particular way and the kind of way he tells a story is quite unique to him yeah and this feels like I'd say during that at times but yeah yeah i'd see yeah i'd see the the edit and then like the beat of the edit kind of feels more talented yeah yeah like, yeah um but then it, it's tarantino is one of the people that's influenced everything you look at guardians of the galaxy that's quite tarantino at times you know like, it, there's, there's, it's like oh, sci-fi yeah, like, tarantino yeah like there's there's Tarantino's in everything now, but this is a more mm-hmm. obvious, like, paying tribute to him almost, you know? I wonder what he thinks of this movie. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, he probably hates it. it. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, well, Google he, it he, He's it. probably like that. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Stealing my shit. Uh, yeah. I love yeah. Tarantino, but um, he's so annoying. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. Like, I, I, I feel like if he just... I want, I want him to have his own like podcast where he just talks about movies endlessly. I'd listen to that, mm-hmm. but yeah, he does have a habit of just like, he's just pretentious movie man some of the time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> movie man. <laughs> Which is fair enough. I mean, the guy fucking deserves it because he, he can make a good movie. Like, so. Yeah, yeah. He's, he deserves to be pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he does. Yes, he does indeed. We need to do a Tarantino film on this at some point. Um, you do. Which yeah. which one would you would you want to do? Just that curious. Mm. You know, I've not never seen. Mm. I've never seen mm. Jackie Brown, and I really want to see it. Mm. Jackie Brown's good. I've not seen yeah, Jackie, yeah, I like Brown Jackie Brown either. Oh, okay, Is we should do Jackie Brown at some point then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I really really like Jackie Brown. Yeah, yeah. I've never seen um, it, but I've always wanted. It's one one of yeah. the ones that's just passed me by. Yeah, totally. What's always quite interesting is going back to his films pre directing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, like, like, like from Dustle Dawn, True Romance, things like that. Like, where one, one's you've these, not seen, you've not seen Dustle Dawn, do you? I've not, not seen Dustle Dawn. I've not seen, I've not I seen Dustle Dawn. I've got to watch that. And that he's in it as good, well. Movie. Do you know what I mean? He's like pure yeah, in that yeah. movie. Um, but just, they're just those movies that you wrote, like, like True Romance, 
basically feels like a Tarantino movie because it's just all his writing and you know mm-hmm. um, but like yeah. anyway. Dust Till Dawn is Tarantino's best acting role I think like he's, I he's actually I mean he play his personality fits his character if you know what I mean John <laughs> like, yeah no sure uh, it is a low bar to be fair he is not a good actor <laughs> no no totally that's what I'm saying that's what I'm saying oh uh, I can deal with most of his cameos in his movies with the exception of the Australian cowboy in Django and Chinese, that's which is brilliant. actually it's painful <laughs> it's painful that's pretty painful <laughs> I, I fucking love that movie though I love that movie yeah, no, the Django, Django Chain's great, yeah, yeah. Is this biggest movie? movie? Is it? Is it? Totally. Yeah. Biggest movie what? at the box office? Yep. Over, over Pulp Fiction, even? Like, yeah. Wow. Or, also, okay. according to the internet, Tarantino does not have an opinion on bad times at the El Royale. <laughs> I can find. <laughs> okay, that cool. I can find. <laughs> That's a good segue back into bad times. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, what was I going to say? Um, I actually didn't take a lot of notes in this. I was kind of just... I was just enjoying, was enjoying the movie it this time. Like there wasn't that much to write down. It was just kind of like just getting into the meat, you know. Um, the meaty bits. The meaty bits. <laughs> uh, meaty bits. Yeah, there was a great long one-er shot um, when John Hamm discovers the observation room, and it, it must have been like five minutes or so. This one shot of John Hamm just I walking know, between the ages. different windows. Yeah, and yeah. like. And uh, the singer, like, singing in her room and then just great sound design as he walks away, he starts to, to, like, echo more and more and, mm-hmm. like, him kind of going, and yeah. coming back and turning it off and just, like, really saw yeah. The sound design in general, we've talked about that once or twice, this, the, one of the, pro- probably the best shotgun sound I've heard in a movie. Ever, yeah. It's the, the best one like I've a, ever heard like, in a, a movie. A proper punchy, poof, you know, like, it, like, it makes great. you go. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we've heard like a lot of shotgun it. sounds in movies. Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, but yeah, just to confirm uh, what I said, Jang- Django Unchained is Tarantino's highest grossing movie, 425 million. Well, nice. Well, okay. That, 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 that is surprising. Like, I, is that like just like initial box office, I guess? Because like Pulp Fiction must be more now in terms of like overall. Like, no. Is that adjusted for inflation as well? Uh, uh, it's It just says what is... Um, it just says Django takes the top spot out of all of them. Well, mm-hmm. okay, fair enough. Yeah, because I guess uh, Pop Fiction was probably quite cult, and then kind of maybe. Yeah, slowly. but now nowadays is such a big thing. Like maybe, maybe it's no, not like DVD sales and things like that. But yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Um, I know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so ooh, what other notes did I have? I only took a few. I yeah, just really love that. Yeah, I really love that one shot. Uh, John Hamm is very underused. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, a wee bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you definitely, yeah, the sound design is class, where you feel everything, like, even when Jeff Bridges gets his head knocked in with the glass. It's like, oh, I felt that. Like, <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. That was a thud. <laughs> yeah. Also, got, like, probably one of Jeff Bridges' best performances in this. Like, he, he's That's really good. Yeah, he is really like, good. He sells the movie. Uh, this movie would be shit without Jeff Bridges. Like, I genuinely wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't like this movie nowhere near as much if it wasn't him cast. I can tell you that. No, right he he does. He, he is, sells he is the movie. best thing in it. He is definitely the best thing in it. Um, he uh, like it's like you know because he's bullshitting everyone for most of the film, but then that moment at the end when Chris Hemsworth is like, "What's your real name?" and he can't remember it is fucking yeah, heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know it's like yeah, I actually realize. Oh, hang on, that's the one thing that he wasn't lying about. Like, yeah, yeah, and he's just he's just panicking and yeah, uh, yeah. 
very, very good. I love yeah, using Jeff Bridges. He turns around to her and he's like, did I tell you my real name? And you're like, oh, fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh. Yep. Hmm. Um, I'm just reading yes. through some wee bits and pieces in there. How, sorry, just one thing on the acting. How do we feel about Chris Hemsworth in this? So, yeah, I was just going to say this. I think his... So it I wasn't think, awful. I think for one, I don't think it's Chris Hemsworth's fault. I think just his... The character and the kind of arc of his character is just a bit shite and not exactly kind of... <laughs> it's laid out in a kind of weak way to that mm-hmm. it's not really... It's not really like... They didn't build it up enough throughout the movie, I feel, to make it really satisfying when he dies yeah. as a villain. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get yeah, what you mean. You're just kind of like he gets... He gets the headshot, and you're just kind of like, yeah. I, th- I think he was rather introduced than, too late. Rather, to be a th- yeah, movie. introduced too late in the movie. I think, mm-hmm. like, because I'd say, I'd say a good like sixty to seventy percent of the movie goes by before he's even you see him. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah, and and he's only Doesn't mentioned a couple times before that. Yeah, so if they brought, if they found a way to bring the to show how bad, like, they did the fighting scene. Where it shows like, oh yeah, you used to fight and then you can come in, in the back with me later on and then I'll make <laughs> this big speech. But I, it, yeah, uh, yeah. you don't you don't see any of like the consequences of what he's doing to folk other than she's a wee bit of a psycho. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like see if you saw him like, I don't know, like beat up folk or do something like pure horrific to yeah, people. Yeah, like yeah. maybe maybe if you saw him like beat up the big sister or do something horrible, which made like mm-hmm. what 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 made them leave the the cult what made i, I want to know that what like do you know what i mean i want to know what happened what yeah, escalated totally, to yeah. the point that made them leave and then if i think if i found out more about that then it would be more satisfying do you know what i mean yeah that's fair yeah yeah i i i think like he is my biggest problem with this film and i think i had this problem the first <clears throat> time and i do still have this problem this time yeah where like it feels like the film liked the image of Chris Hemsworth as this, mar- this, this, you know, Charles Manson type thing. And it is good. Like it's a great, like he looks great in the part. Like, like Jesus yeah, Christ, totally. that man. <laughs> but there was a moment when he appeared on screen walking through the fields and we were just like, good God, look at that man. <laughs> like seriously. I uh, yeah. But I think it was wrong casting, if I'm honest. I think, I, I don't know. It's, it's not so much that. It's just like, it feels like, I, th- I think it's the problem with the whole film. Like I think that like there is a great setup. There's a great first hour, and then it's not quite sure how to end. So it just brings in this other guy from somewhere else, you know, yeah, without yeah. really setting him up that much. And like it, it's cool. Like he's he's decent in the part. I think his American accent is a little distracting at points, but well, like, but I, I I I like the character in general. I like him when he's on screen. He's good fun, but it does feel like they just needed a way to end the film so they bring in this outside thing. You know? Yeah, and I feel like the whole roulette thing went on a bit... There was a few couple of scenes in this movie that just felt like they lingered a bit much and it was a bit like the mm-hmm. whole roulette mm-hmm. thing was going on a bit and it was like, okay. And, and and one gripe I do have this movie is that even though I loved her singing, it did feel a wee bit like an advert for her as an actress. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, she starts singing a lot. Film in film. Real. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, like you, she starts real. she starts singing like again, and then you're like, okay, and it's yeah. just like another. It's another five minute scene of just her singing. And I, yeah, I did yeah. my favorite one of those 
which maybe they could have just yeah my favorite one like I think they could have just cut it down like some of the scenes and yeah. had the long one the long one being the one with Jeff Bridges in the corner doing the hammering and stuff like yeah. that could have been the main that, one that was you know brilliant I mean? that scene that scene that was great. that like, that one was great but I think yeah the rest of the scenes went on just as long as that one like the yeah. other two main singing scenes and it was a bit like okay, that is like that's, one that's thing an editing thing it. It could be yeah it's another thing it takes from Tarantino is just that sense of pace but Tarantino tends to have. I don't know, a better sense of like he can go slow and it doesn't feel slow, you know, whereas this at moments it does drag a little bit. Yeah. Um, admittedly not as much as the first time I saw it where I really felt the length of it, but yeah. Um, yeah. Yes. See, I don't even think I felt the length of it the first time. I, like I never saw it as being a long movie, this one for some mm-hmm. reason. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. The first yeah. time I've really felt the drag the first time, but mm. a little yeah, bit this yeah. time, but not, not too much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Sean, do you, you feel the same about him or <laughs> big, big um, Thor? See, I I'm kind of in two minds. Like, I, I, the character was fun. Chris is good at the the role, but I think it could have been if they had like a, maybe an older actor doing it. Like, maybe mm. leaning more into the sort of Charles Manson feel would be a really good idea. Yeah, yeah. I honestly think I'd find him scarier if he wasn't so fucking sexy. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> there's a quote for the fucking yeah. intro now. Do you know what I mean? There's a quote like, for the yeah, intro. Yeah. <laughs> Clip that yeah, out, and, please. And I do think he's just not scary. He's just not scary. He just looks. It's just like and yeah. I'm sorry, right? But in the seventies, right? Maybe he looked like that. <laughs> yeah, no, I know what you mean. No, yeah. it's a fact though. Like yeah, people no, can look like no. that now because like they've learned through dieting and taking certain I mean things, you know what I mean? You don't just don't look know. like that without ha- without <laughs> yeah. taking things like Have you seen Once Upon yeah, a Time yeah. in Hollywood? Holy fuck. No, no but do you know what I mean? Brad, like, even... Brad Pitt in that film, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. But Brad Pitt in that film is like a normal kind of rip though. Mm. I mean Do you know no, no, do you know what I mean though? He's like a, he's like, he, like he, he's not he's an insane amount. He's just a big dude, yeah. but like Chris Hemsworth is like fucking steroids level, like Hulk Hogan <laughs> shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, he's like, like yeah, no, he's like ridiculously shaped. Like, he's yeah. ridiculously like cut, like it's like to the yeah, point yeah, where it's yeah. like, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's not like realistic to like a fit dude in the seventies. I don't think, and it just kind of takes totally, you out yeah. of it a wee bit. For, for I don't know. Here's an interesting thing. Actually, I was like, well, I was looking up trivia. He it was a bit Baywatch. He, he had to lose 15 to 20 pounds worth of muscle from Infinity War just to be just yeah, to totally. star in the film. So it's, it's insane. It's mad, that, isn't it? That, that, small, that small Chris Hemsworth in that film, and he's still like fucking. Yeah. Pink. It's yeah, like a fucking machine. Puny Hemsworth. Like, you could still crush your skull. Like. See if they were looking for sort of like culty looking like kind of gruff dude. I honestly think a good choice would have been someone like Rob Zombie, if I'm honest. Someone who looks <laughs> yeah. fucking He's a big fucker, but he's like not built like yeah. a brick shithouse. Yeah, I think I think that's the problem actually with this movie. It it needed somebody scarier. Yeah, it needs somebody, somebody, a bit somebody more that like, you were afraid yeah. of, like well, somebody who actually I, looks like they could lead a cult. <laughs> totally, I, I think I think Chris Hemsworth could play that part. I did, like one one problem I do have, and I, I noticed it more this time is, I think the writing takes a dip in that second half. 
Like mm. there's some no, there's some clever writing in the first half, and then as soon as he appears, his dialogue is it doesn't make him feel scary. There's all this like nah. like oh, you shouldn't have done that bad shit to begin with. It's just quite simplistic. Yeah, dialogue and the, the and, bit like, and the bit the bit where yeah. she fucking shoots him down. Yeah, is yeah, like, exa- you've kind of just ruined the character by doing that. Yeah, because like, like <laughs> because like he's so th- yeah so th- I had a problem with that. So she basically does this big speech, and she kind of basically goes. Hear me, I know people like you, you're just a dick. Like you're nothing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What they nothing. had to do what they had to do then was make him a scary character by defending himself upon that and do something like about it. Doing and some like, proper fucked up shit. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas whereas in the movie he just gets generally quiet and offended and it's a bit weird. Yeah, it's kinda you know like, what I mean? He backs down like a threat. I think I right. almost think that's that's what they're going for is just like like she's right yeah. she, he is he is nobody oh yeah but, yeah he's just a weak character really, I think yeah. it doesn't really come across because they've 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 kind of introduced him in this incredibly dramatic way which looks great but that's the, way, the that's the problem that. like, yeah 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 mm. you're expecting this guy to be absolutely terrifying and he's just yeah. a creepy guy you know like um, yeah yeah, totally. yeah he's, just just, he's just an idiot at the end of the end. Yeah, yeah. But, but you can still have that weaselly character and be terrifying at the same time. You no, just need to make him yeah, a legitimate yeah. threat. Yeah, I think I have no problem with yeah. Chris Hemsworth at all. I, th- I think it's a pure writing thing. It is. Yeah, it's I, I, I think so. I, I, unfortunately, but yeah, and I, I, I can see what the they're casting. going for. It's part mm-hmm. ca- like I, I think like if the the character that they've written the casting doesn't work, I think there is a version of this where Chris Hemsworth could work as that character, but unfortunately, that mm, is not yeah. this. Yeah, and they just not, needed to. Yeah, up the up the stakes. Yeah, and it's not a, like a movie ruining thing for me. Like it's just I find the second ah. half of this film, I, I is a bit frustrating. I think that's why it dragged so much for me the first time I saw it. But um, any sure. any annoying bit of this movie is redeemed when the way that Miles picks up that gun and just starts headshotting <laughs> folk. It's that all redeemed. Yeah. It's all redeemed in that moment. I'm like, fine. I don't care about any other part of this movie. This is fucking amazing. <laughs> Miles is the fucking best character in this movie. It's, by the it way, it gave he's, me he's chills brilliant. again when it was like, how many people have you killed, Miles? And he's like, 123. You're like, oh, <laughs> I just completely <laughs> forgot about that. Was the number? Yeah, totally. You know? <laughs> the exact number. Like, that's like scary shit, man. He has yeah. the best character progression in this whole movie, man. Which would make, yeah. which would make it even. It would make his bit in the movie even better if Hemsworth's character was like a skate, like even scarier dude. Yeah, yeah, totally. That he just yeah. fucking conked him out and he bothered, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think, yeah, no, it would have really. a bigger impact as well. Yeah, yeah. Because again, yeah, the impact that I had was like, hey, do you know what I mean? Yeah, we were just yeah, like, yeah, cool, yeah. the big bad guy's dead, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I do I do really yeah. like the thing with Miles. <laughs> I, like, I, I like the fact that like, when he's first introduced, it's, it feels like the movie is just doing the pulpy, weird movie thing of just like he, he's a creepy guy in the hotel, he's watching everybody, yeah. and then like you see him, he's like shooting heroin and just like passed out, and like like that's clearly what he's doing at the start of the film when they all turn up as well because he takes ages to appear yeah. and he's like closer disheveled and stuff, and like yeah, and um, and you think that's going to be the whole character, and then you know he talks about like he's done horrible shit, and then I like the fact that like you know you actually see what he's been through. And why he's like this, like why he has to do heroin to like, you know, mm-hmm. to deal with this. And, you know, I, I, yeah. I, th- I think that that part is well written and like. He has the best yeah. arc in the movie, I think. Yeah. I would agree. I would agree. Um, I almost feel like, sorry, just to think about the, the casting of Hemsworth. I don't want to lose Jeff Bridges as that, as the character that he plays because he's really good. 
I kind of want to see cult leader Jeff Bridges, though. Like, I feel like that'd be an <laughs> interesting Ooh. part for him, you know. Yeah. Uh, he has a good look for I, it, I think. Watched that, yeah. I um, even think, would this movie even be better just, like, without the culty thing? Do you know maybe. what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, maybe there could be something time, else. Yeah. Yeah. It just, the, the whole culty thing just feels very added on to me. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It does it's feel just like a, on, yeah. it's a very, yeah. like, oh, let's do this now. But it's it doesn't feel like it's, I don't know, it feels out with yeah. that, the movie that we're showing at the start. But I think, I think the whole... I think the movie's trying to do all the kind of classic late 60s, early 70s stuff of like, you know, there's spy shit going on. There's FBI yeah, yeah, agents yeah. undercover. There's, you know, political scandal going on. And and there's also cults, which is kind of another big thing at that time. I think it's trying yeah. to do all of those things in one film when actually yeah. it'd be good if it just trimmed a couple of them and just did a more focused story, you know? Yeah, it'd like try to um, add too much almost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's still uh, enjoyable though. Yeah, we should. I still, like, I still a, really like. We it, should yeah. like. We should, we should like write a movie or something. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> better, better than any of these fucking cultures. Well, man. you know. Yeah, you know. Right, <laughs> Spielberg, you want to sit down over there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would no, love to write uh, a movie. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, look, like this is that's kind of part of what Silver Pictures is. That's what we're, know, gonna what we're gonna you do. We're gonna do. You wait, son. If you heard it here first, we confirm that we are writing movies. <laughs> we have confirmed Move that we are doing Tarantino. something. <laughs> Move over yeah. Tarantino. Sit down Spielberg. We got this. Uh, anything else I want to talk about in this? There's a brief appearance from an actor I really like called Shia Wiggum, uh, who plays a prison doctor in a flashback scene. Um, oh. who, mm. he's, just, he's an actor that like... He's just one of those, like, he's a, there's a famous, one of those famous, that guys, you know, like, you, like, you, yeah, yeah. like, you famous spot him like, oh, yeah, like, you, like, you know him from something, but, and he's, like, <laughs> he's actually one of my favorite actors. He's always brilliant, but, like, mm. never gets, like, the biggest part I've seen him is uh, he's, uh, uh, Steve Buscemi's brother in Boardwalk Empire, which is a great show, by the way, if you haven't seen it. Um, Ooh. Uh, and he, yeah, he's he's fucking brilliant actor. But yeah, I didn't know his name until literally today when I looked it up before watching the film because <laughs> he's just one go. of those people, you know. There you go. Give, good Famous to give him a shout out then. Yeah, no, I, I love I love him. I think he's really really good. Um, yeah. Um, awesome. I'm right then. Kind of. Out, I'm pretty much out of notes. I think. Yeah, I'm good. I think yeah. we've kind of covered everything. Yeah. Um, so check trivia if you want. Oh, yeah. much, give, give, give us a couple bits of trivia. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Uh, yes, Quince, uh, this film and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood uh, both feature two songs that are both in the same kind of, Where you know, and let also me, me, both me, reference. What? Let, let me try and guess the songs. The Hush is definitely in Once Time, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Hush is yeah. one of them. Yep. Um, is the song in the credits at the end of this? Is that one in there as well? That one. No. Uh, the, I, I should remember the tune, but I know I have the name. <laughs> it's a yeah. uh, it's uh, twelve thirty by the Mamas and the Papas. That probably isn't. Here's a, here's uh, an interesting I think thing. One, yeah. Uh, they're both because both both movies are set in roughly the late sixties, early seventies, but also song, both songs reference the Manson family. Mm. Uh, Chris Hemsworth's character is meant to represent. Yeah, they both cover similar themes mm. for sure. Little strange then that it's in 
once upon once upon a time in Hollywood, considering that the Manson stuff hadn't happened yet, and it's meant to be playing on the radio, but never mind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's just it was just an interesting thing. Yeah. Nice. Uh, let's see. Nice. Um, there's not really much, although apparently someone on IMDb has managed to work out the exact date of this just by the Richard Nixon uh thing. If oh, that's speech. playing live, yeah. If this movie, if the if the speech is live, then it takes place on January twenty seventh, nineteen seventy three. I think it is. Let me find out. Hold on, hold on. Where is it? Where is it? Ah, I've lost it. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, oh, uh, nineteen sixty nine, January twenty seventh. There you go. I don't yeah, know why yeah. that's. I just thought that was fascinating because it's like you've worked out exactly what day yeah, it is yeah, 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 based yeah. on like yeah, twenty we, we, seconds we, of film. I said one of us did ask after the film, like, when is this meant to be set? And like, we, we were yeah. sure. I just looked on a, on IMDb. It just says early seventies. So. Ah, yeah. It's just it's just that kind of vague. It's thing, vague really, time period. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I also just awesome. a quick side note before 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 we wrap up wrap up. I can't believe this film came out in twenty eighteen. I thought it was much longer ago than that. That that that's like yesterday. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> I thought it was fairly soon ago. Yeah. Twenty eighteen was three years ago. Fuck off. That's weird, isn't it? What the hell? Oh, that is God. weird. Oh, Joker man, came out three years ago. Joker came out three years ago? Joker, yeah, no, Joker was... Joker, that was 2019. It was 2018? 2018? Um, I promise you it's not. <laughs> Are you sure? Um, positive. Are Hold you on. sure? Let me check, let me check. 2019! 2019, <laughs> 2019 <laughs> yeah. Well, it came out... It came out early... To, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm clawing back points. He's trying to find another way. <laughs> Sean's like, I know, I know, I know Joaquin. I saw it in 2018. <laughs> it's, uh, I know it was October that year, but two, yeah, it was, that was... Yeah, about a year couple, and a half. Like a couple of years ago. I guess now. Okay, yeah. Christ, time moves fast. I know, especially when you're stuck inside and all time just ends for a year. Um, so if you're yeah. listening to this podcast in 2029, tell us what the future's like. <laughs> I know, I know. Hopefully the world hasn't ended by then. If you're, <laughs> We're recording way in advance, so if the world ends sometime between now and when you hear this, you know, you'll know you have plenty to listen to. If you somehow have access to a working <laughs> smartphone in the apocalypse, yep. you've, got, you've got plenty to listen to. There'll probably be scheduled to still come out for years from now. So. Yeah, they definitely <laughs> will be. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? The year gets like twenty thirty five. The world's been decimated. An episode just comes out of nowhere. Like I know you still get we're talking you. about onward. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like I can't see that film. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah. god. Anyway, let's wrap up. Uh, so, uh, important thing. What is our ratings? Uh, Alec, I'm coming to you first. Oh right. Ha. Oh, I always get the first one on this one, don't I? Yeah. Um, oh, it's tricky. Yeah, no, it's, what it's tricky. Compare, what do I compare this to? Do I compare this to Tarantino films? No. What do I compare this to? <laughs> See, you guys, always in general? Do, you guys always it's do films. this comparison thing. I always just do it, it like it As compared a film. to every other film ever made, you know? <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Uh, that's, yeah. that's a smart thing to do. Um, I would give this 6.7. Interesting. Okay, that's that's a lower than I was very low rating. Well, yeah, 6.7. Yeah. That's, that's not bad. That's all right. Yeah. It's not bad. It's lower, definitely way lower than I thought you would give it, if I'm honest. Mm. 
It's like it's, it's because the main bit of the movie that I like is the shooting scene, right? That's like what makes that movie for me. And I think because of how short it is, I like it my. Sh- it doesn't action. make up for for the rest of it. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah, redeem yeah, it like enough. It. I think action and explosions. I do. I yes. do like the movie a lot. But yeah, I'm sticking six point seven. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Sean. On your, what, fifth viewing? <laughs> How are you feeling about this This one? is my fifth viewing. Sean just I, fucking loves this movie. <laughs> I do. I genuinely love this movie. I think it's got a great setup, great acting, great scenes, great sound design. Everything is great. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a nine. Oh! Fair. Oh, that's a yeah. yeah. decent. Honestly, I can't, perfect. I can't argue. Like, I, th- I think it's an incredibly well-made film. I wouldn't no, go totally. that high, but, but like, I, I, like, totally. I, I just... I, I can see why someone would like it that much. Um, for me, for me, the plot and everything is the thing that matters the most, even over the mm-hmm. sound design. The music was class. It looked great. It did have a good but plot, at the end though. of the day, the, the medium is to tell a story in it. So like, if the story yeah, isn't yeah, yeah. quite there for me, then that kind of trumps all in the rating, I think. That's, that's kind of where I am with it. Like, I, I'm probably sitting around 7.5. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I th- three I, very different ratings. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm still waiting Close for a film that we're. I really want to find a film that we're really divided on, where one of us gives it like a yeah. two, and other one's like a nine. Um, yeah, yeah, that'll be, fun. that'll be fun. I know. Yeah. To be honest, like all the films that we've given, they've been pretty good ratings. I mean, we've not oh, chosen totally. anyone that's like they've all been above five. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. We've not had any true stinkers yet. Like, I think uh, Godzilla was a lowish one, but. Yeah. <laughs> even then what did we give that even then what was that we still <laughs> we still that. we still gave Godzilla like a 7 or something did we not I, th- I, th- I, th- I think it was around I think the highest was a 7 I think we were somewhere around a 6 <laughs> average but hang yeah. on hang I love on that hold up you rated that you rated Godzilla from 1998 Godzilla Godzilla is a better movie than this movie Sean. is it fuck it is a better movie no, it's not. What movie? Fell off. <laughs> chaos. What, what, chaos. Mo- what movie did we enjoy better? What one did we have more of a laugh with? Every time this that one. every time that French man was on screen, we were howling. That's true. Did I mention we had French? a good? We had a good time at the Godzilla Royale. <laughs> For fuck's sake! <laughs> it's pointless. <laughs> Right. Was it? See the last, <laughs> mind the last thing we watched. What was the last thing we watched? And they had a they had a Godzilla figure in it. What was that? Marriage oh, story. Your yeah, marriage. <laughs> yeah, marriage story. They, they had a the wee boy, the, had, a the wee boy had, had like an, a a Godzilla figure from that nineteen eighty eight Godzilla film. Mm. Did you see that? I, I, I think oh, I missed it, but yeah, okay. Oh, wait, no, no, I, no, no, I do remember now, actually. Yeah, it was, great. like, hilarious. It was like, what? Why has he got Godzilla? <laughs> oh, we were all fucking screaming. <laughs> um, oh, yes, no, I'm sitting at... the most at, divisive I, opinion. <laughs> I'm sitting at 7.5. Yeah, this is probably our most divided one so far, but even then, we're not that far apart. Um, nah. 7.5. 7. I 7. can't 5. wait to find a... I really, really like this movie. I think it is a lot of really smart ideas. It's a ton of fun. Um, some great performances in it. And I actually really like the overall story. I think it just loses its way in the second half a little bit and starts to mm. fall apart to some extent. That's fair. Um, uh, while like the act- I like the actual end point, I think what, mm. what it, it struggles to get there, unfortunately. And I think that is my big problem. But overall, 
I really, really like this movie. I would, I would recommend this movie if you're looking for. A good I tell you film, what, Tarantino West time. That that yeah. lassie is going to get cast in all the singing parts after this movie. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> that is, this movie is just like an audition reel for like her singing. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, she's in. Uh, she was in a TV show, The Outsider. Uh, Stephen King adapted right, recently, yeah. and she, she was very, very yeah. good. Um, well, she's great. Her acting, her acting's great in it as well. As well, yeah, yeah, to be yeah. fair. I don't. I don't think she sang in that, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, she's definitely going to get those parts mm-hmm. if she hasn't already. Uh, so yeah. there you go. Our most divided movie yet, and even then, we're all within three points of each other. So <laughs> like, my next much. pick. <laughs> so my next pick is going to be one that I. I'm going to find a movie that you both fucking despise. <laughs> So to sum up this movie, um, go watch 1998 Godzilla because it's got a higher rating. <laughs> no, it's not as good. It's basically the same length as well. Yeah, totally. yeah, if you well. want to spend two and a half hours, go watch the Zilla. 1998. That's the way it's spent. Oh it. God. If you want to listen to our Godzilla discussion, you can do it. So just <laughs> go back through your podcast feed and it'll be there. Um, but yeah. Nice. Right. That's that's that was good. That was good fun. Um, so, yep. if right. you Bye. let us know your thoughts on Bad Times of the El Royale, uh, you can do that. Uh, you can get in contact with us at our email address, which is Salt River Movie Club at gmail.com. It's so hard to remember all these. Uh, our Facebook, which okay. is Salt River, Salt River Pictures, or our Instagram, which is Salt River Pictures Official. We don't have a Twitter because Twitter fucking sucks and fuck you. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you can it get does. us on one of them. Oh no, yeah. Uh, I think certain podcasting services as well, like you can comment, like I think Podbean, you can leave comments. I could be wrong about that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, mm. But yeah, or uh, awesome. you can also listen on our YouTube channel, in which case you can just comment down below, which is a uh, sort of pictures as well. Uh, so let us know what you thought of this film. So next episode. The yeah, next, here we go. The, the next movie we Sean don't know it this. Sean, it is Jake's my pick. turn. It is my turn. What we got, Jake? Next time we will be watching Drive. Drive? <laughs> that was a very disappointing reaction. Okay. I don't, I don't, I, what is this movie? I'm going to look at it. I'm going to look at it. Have you heard of this film? No. I and mean, Jesus John are both on, you're both on IMDb right now. Go, what? Oh my God. Yeah. I can just explain what it is. It's a, it's filmed by Nicholas Winding Ref and Ryan uh, Gosling. Most, Ryan Gosling is, is the main character. Ron uh, Perlman's in it. Who? <laughs> Ron Perlman? Do you not know who Ron Perlman is? I know. I I, I didn't hear the name you said. Yeah, oh, okay. it's got Ryan Gosling, Brian Cranston, Ron Perlman, Car- Carrie Mulligan, Oscar Isaac's great cast. Uh, yeah, Hellboy, um, Hellboy, Hellboy himself is in it. That is true. <laughs> uh, it is a yes. It is available on Amazon Prime. Uh, well, we're going to be watching Wait. that. It is one of my favorite films, uh, so I'm looking forward ooh, to seeing ooh. it. Yeah, um, it is. A extremely big deal movie amongst movie fans, so I'm quite surprised oh. you literally have not heard of this film, especially because I've talked about it before. But, I've never, you know, this- I've, to be honest, I've I've not watched a lot of Ryan Gosling films. Like I like him in the mm. I like him in the Blade Runner, um, second Blade mm, Runner. He's great in that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I've not I've not seen a lot of his movies. To be fair, fair enough. Uh, this is the film. I think I, I think I watched like five minutes of La La Land and was like. Fucking La La Land needs to get in the bin. (laughs) I don't know. It's not my. It's not my kind of film. I'm good. I I would like to see La La Land at some point because the same guy made Whiplash for stars, which is an incredible film. But um, La La Land needs to get in the bin. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's but, no. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I yes, Drive. Uh, we will be watching that. It is a great film. There's clips of it in our latest music video. <laughs> Still, yes, yes. I'll point them out to you after this. Uh, yeah, uh, it's great. So film. A, mysteri- is- a, a mysterious Hollywood stuntman and mechanic moonlights as a gateway, getaway driver and finds himself in trouble when he helps out his neighbor. Yes, that yeah, that yeah, that's the film. It is that's the film. Go, cool. they bother. Seen it. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting film. It looks like it's going to be like a full-on action movie. It's kind of not. It has moments of that, but it's actually more of a drama i guess it's more about this kind of relationship between two people and uh but sure. it's fucking brilliant uh, i'm very excited about watching it again and i'm excited to know that it's this film that is completely fresh to you too so that that's that yeah, that no, good it's quite, um, it's quite, so it's yeah. kind of nice so you have two weeks if you're listening to this on the day this episode comes out uh you go away what uh what, listen to what fucking what, what i'm trying to say watch the movie drive it's on amazon prime it's very very good uh be prepared it's quite violent but if so if you're okay with that kind of thing uh yes um if, if you're not old enough to watch a violent movie why are you listening to us <laughs> it wasn't yeah. so much the age it was more the you know disposition but uh yeah um so yes that is that is your that is your homework go away watch drive and let us know what you thought of bad times of the old Royale. but that will do us for now uh i think probably by now the falcon witness soldier episodes may have started uh i will need to check that but i thought I, we were doing mandalorian first oh well well, I mean, we, Fogel Minute Soldier is coming out in two weeks. <laughs> we kind of need to start that. We'll do that. We'll uh, do yes. Mando. We'll do Mando as well. We'll do Mando as well. We'll, 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 we will. We will get Mando out. Mando, we'll Mando might come out slower, but we will. We will. We will be doing it. We will be recording it. I at just least, want so to. It it. I just want to fucking watch it. <laughs> we will watch <laughs> it. We will watch it. Uh, yes, and uh, yes. Yeah, so uh, you can contact us at the places I mentioned earlier, our email, Facebook, or Instagram. Uh, uh, yes, thank you for listening to this one. Uh, thank you to Alec for our theme tune, uh, our banging theme tune. At the start. Thanks, Alec. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <Me brother. yes. laughs> uh, yep, uh, you can rate us on whatever podcast service you use. Most of them have some kind of rating system. Apple Podcasts is the one I know, but whichever one you use, give us five stars, give us a little review. It takes two minutes out of your day and it helps us more. Make it you know. funny and we'll read it out live. We yes, will read it out. We will genuinely read it out. Like if you if you have a suggestion of a film or just a review of a shit film you saw or just any funny movie based thing or even not movie based thing, just send it to us. We'll read anything. Like it doesn't fucking matter. We'll read send us the script to the B movie. We'll read that. Un- to- <laughs> yeah, un- unvetted. We will just pick up an email and go. I got this. You today. don't. <laughs> yeah, you don't even need to email us. You could like suggest a movie on your Apple review. Do you know what I mean? Just yeah, we'll find like, it. Just, <laughs> just anything at all. Roast us, fuck it. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Just Um, absolutely destroy us. Do something. Just interact with us. We'll read it out. Roast us in a review. (laughs) We'll we'll roast you back. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We have no qualms about telling you you're a piece of shit. Uh, So, (laughs) um, yes. So you can do all that. The thing, as I said, uh, subscribe on whatever service you use. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google Podcasts, I think, Podbean, and YouTube. Uh, and uh, Whatever you want. Yeah, yeah whatever, whatever you want. Um, I don't have a movie quote to end this one. <laughs> dun, 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 I'm just going to bring back my good pal. I'm going to bring back my good pal, Jeff Bridges. Oh, no, to, don't. To, 
End it on the 123 kills. It's Obadiah Stane! Tony Stark! Built this in a cave with a box of scraps! Yes. I don't sound that bad. <laughs> uh, we love you, Jeff Bridges. Okay, goodbye. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Fuck off. Hello there. I don't remember asking you a goddamn thing. Stay on target. This podcast is brought to you by Salt River Pictures.